Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez. And to my right, it's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. 2020 winding down, man. Do What's going on? We got to do it again. What? Dumbass. Please don't. To my to right. My, to my right. <laughs> <laughs> this is staying. <laughs> Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez. And to my left, with me always... It's your boy Cash, aka Exec P. Prez, what's going on, man? Oh man, it's it's good, man. It's good, it's good. Uh, so if y'all come in here for the first time, this is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. We're gonna hit y'all. Cash, you tell them what we're gonna hit them with. And hey, we're gonna hit you with music, sports, and any type of social commentary that has to do with hip hop culture. So that's what we about, specifically with sports our teams that we root for. If you listen to us for the first time, like Prez said, I'm an Eagles fan, I'm a Knicks fan, Yankees fan, Syracuse Orangemen, and that's about where it stops with the sports that I actually watch, New York Liberty, if you want to count the WNBA, all that's all things New York except for the Philadelphia Eagles. And Prez? And I don't hold you down over here with the Lakers. I got uh, Sergeant Raider, so I'm definitely a Raiders fan, going to go deep on that. And uh, when it go to college, uh, didn't do college this year, but next year we'll probably be back up on it. And that's that's Arvin Tigers all day long over here. So, uh, yeah, exactly. We cover albums. We do album reviews. We do any type of commentary verses or any other type of thing that's happening within the hip hop and R and B culture as well. Speaking of that, we just did a four part series. We have maybe six to eight, I think, videos out there with our annual Hip Hop and R&B Awards with Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast. We definitely would love you to catch up on that. If you are one of those folks that is of age like we are, I know we don't look it. <laughs> but <laughs> I know you don't have time to actually listen to music and stuff like you used to. If you if you still loving music, still loving Hip Hop and R&B, we gave you the perfect guide and roadmap, and we gave it to you in short doses so go listen to that, whether it's on audio or video. Don't sleep on the couch podcast. I, I think you're going to enjoy it. Yep. Uh, so, Cash, man, how, how was your holidays? Man, it, it, uh, first of all, I got to publicly thank you, man. You made my son's Christmas one of the best Christmases he's ever had. And you you know how um, yeah. I haven't had my son, and he's uh, as far as living with me for quite some time until – uh, last year on a personal note, so and you know why, um, but yeah, man, like he he was super excited, looking forward to that PlayStation Five, and you know I was lucky enough and blessed enough to be able to, to have the funds to do it, and me and Prez went out and, and got these tickets to just kind of hold each other down, just in case our kids or somebody would want it, and you did the right thing, brother. Got me the PlayStation, and uh, he definitely was excited, man. We held out to the last minute. Yeah. I put a video out there on all my personal social media and all that stuff, man. It, it was it was good to see this the excitement, man. Man, that's what it's about, too, man. I want to throw out that no markup, man. We don't do that nonsense over here. You take care of family, man. Take, definitely take care of family. So, man, if you, go, you was able to get those things, I understand the hustle is real, but, I mean, Christmas, man, it's, it's Christmas time. I'm all about the family and the kids, man. So make sure make sure you look out for that. Don't 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 get too greedy and forget forget that and miss a miss something great in your life, you know. Uh, what about you that. though, man? What about you? How, kids, wife, yourself, like? Yeah, man. Uh, kids, man, they were super happy. Uh, got to go down to the the in laws, so they they were still here. So uh, kid, once again, got a PlayStation Five. He was happy as well too. So. 
and extremely, extremely excited, man. Kind of hit them just like you did. Kind of hit it a little bit. Uh, put it on the steps. I only unlock, let him uh, unbox like the controller. And I was like, hey, y'all know you need a new controller for your PlayStation 4. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is a PlayStation 5 controller. I was like, oh, man. Well, go see if it'll work. And yeah, I had it dope. like sitting on the steps. And so as he was going up the steps, it was like, oh, the PlayStation 5 right there. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was a nice little experience, man. Uh, awesome. And then, yeah, my daughter, she got the electronic glove pads. And uh, I think the person who was most excited, though, for the stuff that we didn't need much by was my youngest, my three-year-old. Man, this dude, like, got a bunch of cars. He was happy about that. But uh, over to the grandparents, they had, like, a uh, one of those weight uh, ab balls or whatever. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Man, he was jumping That's up and down, like, like doing, <laughs> doing, like, WWE moves off of it, bro. Like, he, he was <laughs> all having like, that wouldn't even much as Christmas gift. It was just something laying around the house, man. But yeah, yeah. you gotta love it, man. The kids, yeah. man, always bring you joy. Exactly, exactly. But you know, on to us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, what did, what did, did you get all the things you wanted? Did, did she read your mind? Did she take note all year? The things you've been hinting at, you know? What, what, did, did the wife come through? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a gift and I got to appreciate that. But we was uh, we we said we weren't gonna buy anything, you know. We always say that, that end up doing, to, but end up doing something, yeah. And uh, so, uh, but she got she got some money. She got her gift. We, I knew what she was gonna get and everything. And then like with me, uh, I got a blender. I like okay. It. I mean, you know, blender. You, you know, know, the older it, we get, the yeah. more wash gifts we get. But we 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 like them because yeah, that's I, I really do appreciate you. It, though, you it. adulting now, yeah, you yeah. know. So that that's that's part of it, man. Uh, I did the same thing with my wife. Like now, I don't care about getting her like superficial things. Like she got a one one of them uh, not pressure cookers, but uh, air fryers. Like oh, man. one of the most expensive ones in my opinion right now that's on the market. So it's probably she probably got the latest and greatest air fryer and a few few other housing items in which like, a couple years ago I would have been like, nah, you know, I don't want her to. But now that's what she wants. Go and get it. Go ahead and get make it, person man. Happy, you man. know, go and get it, make her happy. So, and then, um, you know, so it was cool, man. And then she finally got me my rapper chain that I've been asking for. Oh, okay. You got the Jesus uh, piece? I ain't got the Jesus piece yet. <laughs> working on it, man. Working on it. So I got it tucked in right now. Uh-huh. But when I take this sweat off, it's gonna be out. It's gonna be out. It's gonna be out. But uh, nah. But no, nah, I was uh appreciative, man, of of everything. But you know, of course, more so it was just about the gesture. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, man, it was good, good times, man. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays to you. If you don't, if you don't celebrate anything, and you're just looking to be around family, um, good, good, good on you in these troubling times, man. It is, it's it's difficult, it's been man. A rough year. Difficult, difficult. And then also for the folks that have lost people, that and they can't be around during these times, our prayers are with you that you get through these tough times because I, I know. That is difficult for me, especially with my my grandfather. He's been gone for a few years now, but this is like one of his favorite holidays, as far as just calling up the kids and, and talking with them all day. And that would be something I would look forward to, as far as the NBA Christmas games and stuff like that. So that, those are things that run in my mind. It's it's gotten easy over time, but you know, yeah. don't want to forget the people that have lost people or can't be around their loved ones due to COVID nineteen. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. 
All right, then, man. Man, so we come. To, I think this is our last. Yeah, this is the last one we're gonna end up doing for the last end of the year. one of twenty twenty, baby. So, man, let's let's take a look back on twenty twenty, man. Did you achieve all your goals? Did whatever you had set out? Did you improve any over the twenty twenty? Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, man. Uh, on the uh, the job that we do day to day outside of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Uh, yeah, man, I was in a in a way, like, you ever go to a new job or something that you want to do and then you not necessarily uh, have all the tools. You get there and find out, a lot of these people here are a lot smarter than me. Yeah. And um, <laughs> shit, I'll be here. But, you know, you have the confidence. And you're on a new team. You got to learn learn and step your game up, man. So those are the things that I did over the course of the year. I didn't get to really do outside work and, and charity work and things like that. Like, I hope to, covid kind of shut that down and everything kind of went virtual in terms of mentorship opportunities and things like that. But what I did get to do was focus on just the job, okay. just just work. And and it kind of paid off tenfold because it's kind of what we all here for. It's our job. I got back to the basics, man. And I, I was lucky enough to get, you know, a, a really good um, turn of it or not turn, but in, in the military, like you go through things with your annual reviews and I happen to get one in my favor that that can catapult me to get it promoted if you know yeah. it's in the Lord's hands man you know what I'm saying so I'm clap on that man appreciate yeah, yeah, that yeah. man that, so, that's good that's good stuff right so there. hopefully that that happens and I can maximize my earning potential and you know my my leadership potential and all those things so I'm gonna keep it real like it's about both things and you know I do want to do the best I can do while I am in the military so I think it, it, it's working out, man, professionally, for Young sure. Man. Day to day, yeah. That's good. That's good. What about you? Man, totally opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized in, in this same thing, man, I got to sit back and focus on my uh, my job and uh, the way the military works and stuff like this, like your, your job, it can be like you're in a small career field, big career field, right? I'm in a very small career field. And I realized, like, I, I'm at my peak. I'm at my peak in my job and like everything else is just going to take like time, 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 time. Like I'm years off from getting that promotion or whatever, like that you're looking for just because like got less people. So when the promotion rates and stuff come out, like you don't, you don't promote up there like that. So at this point I realized I do a lot and I was, I was doing a lot more than I should do. And other people are benefiting more than I am. So it took me like, got me like take a step back. I ain't, I ain't dropped my work ethic or nothing like that. But I mean, it just, just help me realize like where I'm going to this next year, and that's just like it's time to go. It's like it's nothing more here that I can get that's gonna benefit me or my family in the next year, two years down. Like it's it's ways down the road, and it's like it's time to just move on and go and grasp. Yeah, and something you gotta else. have some type of uh, enjoyment personally to the job. Like of course we we do this for our country. Some of us don't do it for our country. We just strictly do it for the what it provides for our families, the ability to take care of them. But when you're just not enjoying it no more, and I mean, we've talked a lot. You, you, you been knew you was doing this for quite some time, and you, you never wavered on that. So I'm happy for you, man. Uh, I can't. We got a couple months. We got this retirement, the plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> so getting gonna start that up here soon. I would tell you something that's funny though. It's when people actually realize that you have a plan and you're sticking to your plan. And like they can't convince you otherwise. Like just a look on people's faces, like, "Oh, you doing that? Why? Like, cause y'all, 
Like y'all need me more than I need y'all. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful feeling to be in a position of, of power, knowing that you've done the right things your whole career to pr- provide you the opportunities that you know you have ahead. Or you know, like at the end of the day, I don't have no issue with rolling my sleeves up and doing something that I have to do ultimately yeah. to get to where I need to be. I, I got a family to provide for, so like nothing is gonna stop me <laughs> from that. Nothing. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah, but it's been it's been a nice little time man, as you look back over it and everything. But uh other than that, man, uh I, I didn't achieve my reading goal this year. I'm off by like five books, try to hit like twenty five a year, I'm off by five, so uh gonna try to pump out like Damn, you got me about uh, seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll try to push out like a couple more before the last couple of days and see if I can get any more of that. But I, I know I'm not gonna achieve like the, the end goal. Try to make it up next year. Uh, I, we put a lot of time in this. This took up a lot of more time. Like, if y'all seeing this on YouTube or whatever, if y'all see all the, the evolution. Put, the evolution, the content is real. we put out, man. It was just like this. This took up a lot of lot of the spare time in a good way. You know what I mean? I I, I enjoyed the journey this whole year. Absolutely, man. Like COVID nineteen has been a beautiful thing, and I know it's like, <laughs> uh, it's funny to say, but most people won't admit it. Oh. We did our fucking thing during COVID nineteen. <laughs> like it, it hasn't been a bad thing for me. I've I've had ample opportunity to sit back, analyze what we do a lot more, obsess a lot more to the detriment of myself at times. <laughs> but I think when you're doing something like this and you want to be seen or you want people to kind of enjoy what you do, you put the extra work ethic in it. It ain't nothing that's always been embedded in us. From the very beginning, man. Yeah, yeah, and I, and it's, a lot of this stuff is just what we do on the day to day anyway, like us talking and stuff like this. So it was just like refreshing, like to put energy into something that that you actually. I ain't gonna say I enjoy. I enjoy work at times anyway. You know what I mean? But but this is just like all pure joy up in this. Like this is just like giving back. Like man, this is just like this it. This it. Like this is where you want to be at. Like just doing what you what you love doing. And I, we love talking about music and sports, so this is what we're going to do regardless. So. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. And you know it. We like the old ball players. We can't play no more. I, I don't rap anymore. I used to rap, but now I can talk about it. But the one thing you can't take away from it is the love for the music. You know, we always have the love for the music. And, yo, and every, you know, you learn how to audio edit. I've stepped my game up in video editing, promotion. You yep. learn how to design T-shirts. You would never, you no. never would have learned how to do that. Oh, the hoodies that we we've had on the last weekend, we just designed our first, you know, little prototype for what we want to to provide for our store. We have a, we're gonna get a pressing machine and start doing little trinkets here and there. That's one of our 2021 goals is to cut out the middleman and get right right to you guys with some of the stuff. So we know we got to get better at a lot of things, but I'm damn proud of what we've accomplished like there's not enough hours in the day but like i was telling a friend of mine the other day that just started a youtube channel like yo you got to run your race at your own pace like yeah. you know once people see what we do i have no doubt about it I have yeah, no gonna... doubt about it because the quality is already there yeah we just knew knew at it yeah yeah we yeah. just knew at it and then we we I, 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 one of the things that we Wanted to do is like we was comfortable at our pace. We wasn't trying to run off and get like all these subscribers at once. We knew there's a learning curve. You don't want to jump out too fast and then lose and like you're chasing something that's not there. But if you got the slow build up, it makes it that much enjoyable. The journey of it, you know what I mean. And uh, just speaking of the journey, I mean we setting goals for next year. 
Uh, next year, we definitely want to get up to 1K subscribers on YouTube. We want to up our audio listens by another 100, 200 or so uh, every every week. That's 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 kind of looking like the goals. And then... Yeah, we got a lot of things. We want to be more personable. I mean, I know that we just post stuff and expect you to like it and do all these different type of things because it takes us a lot of time to produce these things to get it to you. So we don't have the time to shoot the shit all the time, you know, but we do want to interact with you all more. And we're looking at different ways on our social media to like, you know, after a, a big game, after the playoffs, for example, I haven't even talked to press about this, but I guess we'll talk about it now. <laughs> um, like okay. after these playoff games or at halftime, we just hop on Instagram and, and talk about it. That's content boom right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We get people to engage, let them know we real people. We not always on this 4K screen or well produced. We just want to do stuff and get back to the bare bones and and just shoot the shit, man. So I want to go live. I want to do be more spontaneous. I, you know, I want to do those type of things and you know also kind of give back to the the community. Start showing people how to do this. And speaking of our community, man, like I, I've been surprised by the community that got behind us from the jump this year with our Patreon supporters, man. We got 15, 15 people, including <laughs> ourselves, of course. But, <laughs> but still, but you like, support yourself, man. You gotta, yeah, you gotta believe in yourself and put the money in it. But like you said, we got fifteen people paying monthly for us just to see us win. They just like what we're doing. We have a few things out there as far as criteria. They never fulfill it because they really don't care. They just want to see us win, and we thank each and every one of you guys. And you guys, it's it's so many to name at this point. Uh, and where I'm sure you're gonna drop that 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 yeah, track yeah, there you, you to, know, to you thank know I'm them. Gonna drop it up in there, man. But like, yeah, that's gonna definitely be the names. And then uh, we're gonna we looking to engage more next year with with the crowd. Uh, we want to set probably set up the Zoom meeting. I think everybody had a good time with that. We'll probably do up one of those quarterly or something like that. What we 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 coming up with ideas. I don't want to put nothing on wax and put us. Yeah, yeah. Then do we don't do yet. it. But uh, we coming up with new ideas and we want to keep y'all more engaged and. Uh, and, and, you know, show our appreciation back for y'all showing appreciation for us. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. Like, a lot of these things cost a lot of money, and you guys have, for one, alleviated monthly bills. Like, the monthly bills, the running of our channel, the, the running of all the little, these little trinkets that you see here. Some, you guys help provide that because by you subscribing or, or, or being a Patreon, or patron, rather, then it frees up money for President and I to do other things to add to it. And then you know how that how that works. And then of course, I think we did we announce it that we got the LLC? Uh it should have been at the end of the last uh podcast, like right at the end. So it, it became official like at right the day before we was recording the the 2020 album of the year uh look backs and stuff like this. So. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be remiss, like so kind of I know we weren't going. I mean, this is off topic, but I just want to keep it real. I'd be remiss to, to not thank one of our uh, our third co-hosts that we had for the duration of this podcast up until maybe a, a couple months ago, uh, HUD. Yo, we appreciate everything you've done. Uh, even though you're no longer on the podcast, we're not going to talk about why. Uh, we brothers at the end of the day. So, you know, I won't really get into that. But we do thank him for this run and building us up and, and being that 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 off-the-cuff guy and, and and just being yourself, you know what I'm saying? So we wouldn't have got to this point without your your help and your energy 
and, and all the things that you bring. Um, Coach Hudson, he just started his YouTube channel. Yeah. And he I think he's gonna start a podcast here soon. We love what you're doing. You like 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 I said, man, you're starting at the building blocks and, and you're building up to get to where you where you wanna be as far as the, the leadership speaking and all those different type of things that you're doing that I'm sure that you're destined for, my brother. Although we no longer do a podcast together, I am wishing you much success and, and all those great things, man. I don't think I've gotten a chance to say that since we all kind of went yeah. our separate ways and, and things like that. And I probably should have called him to say that. But, you know, I'm, I'm saying it here and now because it, it takes time for cooler heads to prevail and a lot of hard, hard work and energy and a lot of passion was put in, into this. And that's how brothers feel when... Sometimes you just say, hey, man, due to whatever differences we have, we got to go our separate ways in order for us to still remain yeah, yeah. homies. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, did, I didn't want to let the year end without saying that. And, and you mentioned this channel, uh, Coach Hudson YouTube. Uh, it's Rico Live on there. Uh, Y'all can go check out his channel. He definitely does, like, he does interviews and stuff like this that, that's going on there. He got a couple good interviews. He got one with uh, Kalen Balaj. Yep, Sugar Shane Mosley Jr. Sugar Shane Mosley Jr. A COVID survivor. That's a coach. I forgot at what school. So he has a few, and he's been keeping up. I think he's taking a break to spend some time with, with family over the last couple weeks here of uh, 2020. But uh, I think he has a lot of great things up his sleeve. And I know, like I said, man, I know he's going to do well and, and progress as needed so but definitely check out that that coach hudson youtube channel or go to hudrico live on his instagram and his twitter and you'll be linked back to it so check that out all right most welcome where we going now we'll take a break right here give a shout out to our patrons we'll call them all out by name okay yeah, yeah, yeah. then we'll come on back for a little bit of Get into the people real quick. Yeah, let's go ahead and give them a shout out, man. So, uh, first up, I got our latest member. Oh, he's been around for at least two months now. He's like two yeah, months now. now. He's constantly supporting. And now I think like he created his own tier. We got a three dollar, five dollar, and ten dollar tier that you can actually like donate to, and they have their different perks as he says on that. But some kind of way, this one he he skirted it, and he's been holding us down a lot more, man. Like we definitely appreciate it, Stephen Mixon, man. Oakland's own, right? No, no, that's, that's not Oakland, no, no huh? that was uh, Tyrus. Tyrus, Tyrus dang, so, right there next. you go, man. Like, so many now, I'm starting to forget where everybody's from. Hey, <laughs> Oakland's own right there, man. We definitely appreciate uh, your support as well. Who we got next? We got my boy, Tate. Tate. That's my boy, Blue. Blue. Yep. We also got Marty. Marty. Uh, man. That's a silent, silent partner. partner. Take that, take that, take that. Bad boys moving silence. We also got our boy, Fran. Oh, franchise. Exactly. Uh, next up, we got, oh, I got to save him for last. I got to save him for last. Uh, we got Quay. Uh, Quay Quay. Uh, she's a... Uh, Dang, I forgot her thing. I, I did, too. Oh, man. But we're going to... Yeah, Quay, we're going to go back in the archives. And, oh, we're going to get it. We're, we can come back to it. Quay Quay been holding us down since day one. We got our boy Jackson. Uh, that's Lucius Aloysius Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Hey, dude, dude, like... Definitely appreciate everything you've been doing for us, man. For like, sure. That's mentor, everything else that he gives us, man. Definitely appreciate all the, uh, I think he helped us out on some of the camera stuff and everything. Yep, yep. Thank you. Also got our boy, Bird. 
Birdman. Birdman, fellow Philadelphia Eagles fan. We be we struggling week to week, brother. Oh, so he part of the Bird Gang. Bird Gang, for real, for real, man. And uh, yeah, I, I text him the other day, man, and we, you know, wallowing together in our sorrow. Uh, we got our boy Ryan. Oh, Jack Ryan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Ryan. And uh, congrats on the retirement, brother. A lot. 20 hey. something out, 24, 22 some odd years of service, Salute man. Salute you, man. bro. Hey, I'm coming, I'm coming soon. Be joining you. <laughs> we also got our boy Mo. Oh, Mo Money. Mo, Mo Money. Mo, Mo Money. Hey, Mo, hit me up. We got to still talk about that thing we're talking about. He's trying to take us to the next level. He got something planned for us. We, we got to chat. We got to chat. Get him on the line. We got our boy Jared. Uh, Lil J. Lil J on the track. Exactly. We got our boy Kazer Kush. He's a kush, man. Man, this dude right here, he's he's ecstatic, man. Biggest Browns fans that I've ever known. Man, I'm only Browns. Some really bad teams are doing well this year. The Browns and the Raiders, man. Congrats to y'all too, man. Congrats to y'all too. Act like you've been here before. <laughs> All right, who we got next? We got our boy. I think we already we ain't saying, but Tyrus. Oakland's on. Oakland's on. I just wanted to give it his own personal shout out without a mess up. So we got Tyrus. And last but not least, we got our boy Corey. Foundation. But yeah, man. But uh let, let's get right back into it. Hey man. <laughs> so let's let's go on and start with these sports, man. Uh before before we get into the actual like sports teams, let's talk about this. Uh, you know, it was it was championship week for a lot of people out there. Week 16 and fantasy football. Uh, how did you do? Yo, man, I'm doing too much for the pod to do fantasy this year. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get back into it. We're going to do a Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast league next year. I think we talked about it, but we didn't. But I fell back this year. But I know you bring this topic up because you want to gloat. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, how, yeah. Did you, how did you do? Man, champ, champ, champ. I, I, I want to be invited to this league you were champion because several times throughout the year you've told me all these guys that you have on your team, it ain't no way. And if if... I don't care who you are. If you're watching this, listening to this, how do you let him beat you with all the players that you had? I don't know if y'all know football. <laughs> I, I am sure that your fantasy league does not know football or they, I, I don't know how they man, would draft it's the position of the draft, man. I was like number four. I drafted number four. And luckily, like, you know, those first three player, uh, players that was drafted, they all their players got hurt, injured, COVID popping off. But, uh, you know, luck of the draw just came down to it, man. Had Alvin Kamara, who went off this past week, who's been going off all season long. You know, name of the team is Black Wall Street. So, you know, I got uh, Waller on there. You know, that's who holding me down. That's what it was built off of right there. So, and he's been doing his thing, man, breaking records uh, at the Raiders and everything. So, that was my foundation. And then some kind of way I got Lamar Jackson up in there, man. It was just, it was just nice. It was a nice team. It was a nice team. Keenan Allen, you, bro, man, we're just points. We're just just getting points over here, man. Like, but uh, I enjoyed the league, man. This the league that we actually went in. We did like a live draft in person, like last year. Uh, but as we know, we in the military, so a lot of people go their separate ways. But surprisingly, like we all kept the the, the uh, group chat like popping, and everybody like came back. Uh, some people fell off. We added new people in, and. Uh, Surprisingly, man, because like at the time, a lot of people wasn't want didn't want to mess with sports and like oh, it's social, everything that's going on in the world and everything. They didn't want to be a part of it. We still managed to get it off, man. I I appreciate those dudes, man. Like keeping some normalcy in 2020. I, like 
that little portion sports shouldn't have been affected by what was going on out there. You you can manage both. Like we're all adults here, and like <laughs> I can see what's going over here, but still keep my mind on what something needs else. To something to else up, that's you know? that's you know I won't. I mean, yeah, it's it's mindless. It's gambling, but it's something that you enjoy, and you gotta have a little bit of joy during this year or any year for that matter. Like you gotta have something for you. You know what I mean? But I get it. I get it. But congratulations to you, champ. Thank, 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 thank. Two, thank. two time champ. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know coming back and <laughs> do it again next year. Next year, you know what I mean. And then, we, like you said, we'll get the one started up with DSC too, so y'all can lose to me as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, that's about the only winning we had happened this weekend, man. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know which team we're gonna get into first, whichever one we want to, man. But. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll All take right. it. It's draft season, baby. <laughs> Woo! It's draft season, baby. You know, the Jalen Hurts train kind of fell off the train tracks this year. I mean, uh, this past week. But it is what it is. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Season is over, and I am elated. Uh, this, 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 this has been a tough one. This has been a tough one. The only thing we got left is to beat the Washington football team to keep them out. But I got the right of mind to, you know, play tough but lose. Because I don't want the I, only team I hate a little bit worse, I think it goes in this order in, in, in the division. It would be as far as I, who I hate the least to the most. It would be Washington, the Giants, and the Cowboys. In that order, that's who I hate from least to the top. So, you know, the Washington football team, they're in with a win. So, you know, I would like a close game, but eh, you know what? I don't want to – if they get it, I won't be mad because I don't want to mess up my draft position. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can we can only go – we can only fall to 10 now that we're eliminated. So, you know, there's a whole lot of different things we can do. We haven't been in this top 10 since we drafted Wentz. You know what I mean? So, it's a lot of retooling. It's a lot of things up in the air as far as does Wentz want to be back? Is he angry? Is he upset with being benched? Is Jalen Hurts the future? Did he do enough to capture the, the starting gig next year, or is it going to be a quarterback uh, controversy. controversy? Are they going to let let him go and take some of that dead cap money? Are they going to be creative in how they, they approach it? There's a lot of things going away, but one thing's for certain. There's a lot of changes, and I don't really know where to begin, man. I mean, I mean first off, I think like the cap is going to come down and, like, Players gonna have to start restructuring these deals. You know what I mean? You, you good on y'all for playing throughout this, but y'all, y'all know y'all had to look up and see all that money that everybody was losing by them stands being empty. You know what I mean? Like it's good for y'all playing. Y'all, y'all gonna make more than most, but I mean the reckoning gotta come. Is it gonna come this year or is it gonna come the next year? Like eventually those those same funds are they're running a little bit dry. Like y'all didn't have the same output with. Fans and stands and TV and all this little stuff, like, it just wasn't the same. 2020 going to hit y'all a little bit later than it hit most, but it's definitely going to hit. So, uh, but I wish the best for the players and everything. Thank y'all for going out and still competing in the midst of COVID. Yeah, and giving all us that stuff. entertainment that we needed, like we said in the, um, you know, previous segment here or a couple moments ago, like, without sports, man, like, it it was it was terrible, man. That, that stretch that we went without sports, man, as far as just – stuff to do, especially for the avid sports guys. But, I mean, as far as the Eagles, back to the Eagles, man, I just want to say that we'll probably wrap up our our teams with a, a season and something that we can really get a 
get some research behind and start preparing for the draft, just the kind of some things that we found as highlights for the year, low lights, and give something to our uh, Eagles and Raiders fans so that's something that they can have and just kind of, you know, go like that, man. But for right now, man. Who you riding with? Wentz or Hurts? Whoever can get the job done, baby. Who you riding with? Wentz or Hurts? You only can go with one. Who who you want to see as a starting quarterback next year? My real answer is I haven't seen enough of Jalen Hurts. Like, so you want to see just, more? I want to see more. So you want you you want Jalen Hurts to start off the year to see what you got? The team looked different with him on the field. Man. Okay, they, they he's look, going for the Hurts. He's, yeah. he's on team Hurts <laughs> over here. <laughs> I, they, they, I, you you'd have to be Stevie Wonder to deny that, man. Yeah, I mean, just even to the game yesterday, the one highlight, well, the two highlights was that first two drives they had and that Deshaun Watson, man, that just looked dangerous. I know Deshaun probably ain't going to be but, back Yeah, but, year, but and even if he does, like you said, he may come back for a little bit less money, but uh, and I think he would want to retire with the Eagles as that's where he he made his bones. But also Jalen Rager is have another year. He's another speedster. Other than that, I don't know what else we we got as far as wide receiving course. So, but he made it happen. And, of course, they're going to have film on them. And you know that old adage, like, once they got film on you, let's see what you can do yeah, in yeah. year two, three, and four That's once people year. know what you do. So, right now, while emotions are riding high based on what we've seen this one year, this is the first year Carson has looked this terrible. You know what I mean? Last year, I don't – people wasn't complaining like this, man. They wasn't complaining. They wasn't complaining I mean, like, like he, this. He ain't look like si- – I told you, I, I stand firm, man. Nicky Foles got y'all to the... Uh, yeah, he's system, the system, the system, the system catered to Nick Foles. I, I won't ever deny that. But I also won't deny that Carson Wentz wasn't, he's not a bad quarterback prior to this year. Like, prior to this year, he was middle of the pack. Like, top when 15. When he was healthy. When he was healthy. When he was healthy, he was top wasn't 15. Wasn't ever a full season. Except for the past two years. I mean, two years. He'd been in the league five years. Two full years. One year that he got hurt late in the season. He was MVP candidate. I mean, I'm not a Carson Wentz apologist, but I mean, I'm Sounds not going. Like you you said Carl was MVP. I mean, we can we can switch roles here. <laughs> you you were saying oh, Carl you was the MVP you, you all year. You you were saying he was MVP all year. He was the MVP. I, I can guarantee. All the way up to like I can guarantee. Like I can guarantee seven. you if Carson Wentz was leading a team that was six and three, they wouldn't end up seven and nine. Y'all wasn't though. Y'all was worse than that. He, he won. He won. He 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 broke down even more. He won four so, games to get to the playoffs last year. Think about comparing. He won Carson four. Wentz he won to four games. Look, he won games last year that he needed to how win. How many games he won in the playoffs? He hasn't won. Oh, okay. How about how about uh, your boy? Well, he hasn't won neither. They All right then. How like, you gonna bring up something <laughs> that your boy hasn't done, man? Like, look, man. <laughs> look, your guy, your guy ain't get it done, man. He got benched. Mariota came in. Mariota should have started the second game, <laughs> but. Y'all went with him again for some hey, reason or another and still came up with the L. You, you even sat here and said you you like what he was doing. The same way how Jalen Hurts was running with control, precision, throwing the deep ball, hitting people in stride. You said all these things. We podcast every week. I'm, go back and listen to that podcast. You forget <laughs> what I said before that. I was like, people who are saying Derek Carr ain't the answer, man. I named off all the other quarterbacks that we had before him and the droughts that we had. Like, when you got a decent quarterback, we need to stand behind the dude, man. man you sound like a battered woman, man. 
You over here settling for less than you worth, King. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> you settling for worth you. I'm just saying, like, that offense looked at dynamic. As you saying, I was like saying, like, uh, he was MVP. And up to those first six games, or uh, the seven games, like, he was looking real good, man. And it was just like, even a couple games after that, he didn't look real good on that. So, but the offense ain't our problem as with the Raiders. I mean, as you can tell from the past, like, what, what since the Tampa Bay game, it's been defense, 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 just been messing us up. Well, Tampa Bay game may have been Carr. Yeah, that, that was definitely Carr because he kept fumbling and doing all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he was bad that game. <laughs> but all the other ones have been the defense just haven't, like, came, haven't stood up to anybody, man. Like, it, it really haven't. But I think a lot of that was because of the coaching. And we, we you talked at nauseum about that, man. John Gruden, you just need to reevaluate his coaching staff and – let your ego die down a little bit and realize where you need some help at and where where you can help improve your legacy, man. That's what you're messing with Speak, now. You're messing you, with you the right legacy. on the right track. We've been talking about coaching all year long. Like I don't know if you watched the Eagles game yesterday, but it was some terrible calls. Like we went for it on the fourth and fifteen, bro. Like what do like what are you doing? Like I know we still had a a chance to get one score, get back in the game. Then also to your coaching thing is like we I learned as an Eagle fan that. Doug Peterson ain't that that Philly call in the Super Bowl, Philly special. That wasn't yours. I don't think that was yours to begin with. Oh, I think Frank it Wright. was Frank Wright. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, these these guys get exposed, man. Like yeah. these head coaches have been exposed this year in a shortened season, no training camp. You just have to go out there, motivate, and be about X's and O's and get to it right away, aside from injuries. And a lot of coaches are being exposed. Yeah, and a lot of them, like, you can tell, like, they got their egos and they're going to stick to whatever they say. I mean, like, uh, the thing that I've been noticing is coaches have their favorite plays and all this stuff, right? And then when it comes to tough situation, they're going to go to these favorite plays and just like, hold up, bro. Like, everybody knows this is your favorite play. And they they, they got that on lock. And, like, especially, like, with the defenses and everything, like, uh, for going oh back, God. uh, Marinelli, like, died by the Tampa 2. And what did he do? Go to the Tampa 2. What was the dude? Same thing with the Eagles. The dying by man and pressure. Like, so many times yesterday, we were pressuring them or with man – and our, one of our DBs was getting roasted. And we were already down several DBs. Like, the two DBs we were already down, they not shit to begin with. You know what I mean? But they're better than the guys that were out there. Yeah, but yeah. they were roasting this guy. And he would not get out of man press coverage. And they kept, every time Slay was on one side, they, they go to the other. And they got the ball to whatever wide receiver was thrown to each and every time, Prez. And he would not. Like, at a certain point, you got to go in the half and protect that player, man. Yeah. Like, you, you just can't say, hey, man, we play man. Figure it out. Trust your technique. At one point, I forgot who was doing the um, commentator. I know it was Vilma doing our game, but I forget the other commentator. It was like, hey, you know, basically Jim Swartz is just like, hey, trust your technique. We're going to do what we do. That is probably the dumbest thought process. Yeah. And if that was Jim Swartz's thought process, he got to go. And I, I mean, I, can, I, can I say <laughs> one last thing before you get back to your, your DB troubles? Is how do you, how do you like at this point? Yes, I, I want to be done with him. But here's the only thing that I have an issue with with saying goodbye to Jim Swartz is is just like a new head coach, new new players, new train of thought, new installment. So for people that don't watch the game as much as we watch the game, like that don't a defense, a new defensive coordinator that shit don't switch overnight. You may not have the players. 
that are catered to that system. So just saying fire the defensive coordinator or the offensive coordinator, that's that's a you're lot you're another, firing. Another couple years. Another like couple rebuild. years to like bring in the guys. You're getting in draft. Yeah. You got to get free agency moves. It's got to happen. You got to get rid of some guys. You got to wait for their contract to expire, man. It, I mean, this has been <laughs> – I'm a Raiders fan, man. It's been like since 2001. It seemed like we always rebuild. And we go a couple years, get a new coach, and like just rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. Gruden at least is locked down for like 10 years. Which I don't know if it was. A good I don't idea think he gonna not. make that ten. Uh, man, it, he gonna quit. He, he gonna turn quit. around next year, man. I think like uh, people in Vegas, somebody's gonna go up and snatch him up. And he he, go, he hey, gonna quit before that. He gonna quit before <laughs> that. If y'all keep playing like y'all did this year, I mean, we we played good at the beginning of the year, and man, and that offense still looked good. Like, I'm, it's gonna drive me insane if we go up in there and we start doing stuff for the offense. If we start making too many moves for the offense and they haven't addressed this defense, man. And it needs to start with Mayock and, and Gruden from day one need to go find us a defensive coordinator, man. Like, the minute this season is over with, you need to be on the hunt. And don't go – we won't have time for projects. We have a, a potent offense. We need a defense that can match it or at least keep it like what, – what, what ranking would you hope for in your defense? Like, what, what are you looking for? Do you Are you looking for world beaters? You, you want middle order? of the pack with, with a decent offense, man. We're we, we going to get – I think we'll go far. We're gonna go into the playoffs definitely, and then we can we can definitely make it go further. Depending on the team, I mean, no, I'm hell, the same. Like, I'm the same way. Just just give me somebody who makes the offense think a little bit. Like who has just just give me sound defenders. They give up something here and there, but just just I mean, sound yeah, play calling. Like, and, and that's what it is. The league didn't change so much, man. Like offenses are gonna score. Everything is built for them, man. Like. With the calls that people get and everything, it's they, that's gonna happen. You're gonna you're gonna break a like you're gonna bend a little bit. Just don't break. Just don't break down like we does. Just like consistently in the same coverage where they can keep going to the same guys and you just so stubborn. Like, nope, this is my bread and butter. We're gonna stick. This is where we live and die. Like, and you die on it every time more than you actually. Yeah, like, I live. definitely, I definitely <laughs> want some youth in my system, man. As far as uh, coaching wise, because there's a lot of older coaches that's out there, especially on our our um, staff or whatever. I like to see cer- certain people bumped up, possibly. I mean, I know we got Deuce Staley as a running back coach, but maybe he can be an offensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Running backs coach, stuff like that. Like, just, just bring the people up in the organization. Something new. Something new people that played the game. Give people some a, a different chance. Like, stop going off of these guys that have failed in numerous different locations, but yet they still got Cash. that... Good old tip, boy. You tiptoeing around it. You tiptoeing around it. I don't jump out there and say it. I mean, we talked about all this stuff that had happened in 2020 this past year and the racism and all this little stuff. And it's built off the same system that the kind of the NFL works on. It's it's like no matter what they want to say, like they up here, they get their friends, and it just so happened they grew up with a different set of friends than everybody else grew up for. They ain't they ain't they ain't inviting as much diversity as they could. Every time a new head coach get up there, he's going like, well, I want this guy and that guy. And it just so happened, majority of those guys are, are a certain way and of a certain ilk. And they, they even came up in a certain, uh, uh, like, <laughs> you got, it's it, like a back in yeah, the day. You like, got a, you got you a, got a guy that, fit, the, the yeah, you got a guy that, whatever. you had a guy in Jim Schwartz who have, has had good defense and has sound defenses, but a lot of places he's been, those defenses haven't really been the catalyst to winning. You know what I mean? As far as that team's identity, they've been good, but not winning. So I would like for him to be afforded the same opportunities that people 
are not the same opportunities, but be given the same type of level of scrutiny that all these other black coaches, Latino coaches, so on and so forth get. Like, if they don't even get a look as far as a, a truthful look. But, again, you can't make anybody hire anybody. And, and that's the thing. Like, you can say you interview somebody, but if you – these coaches know. And they, they, take the, they take the coaching jobs or they take the coaching uh, interviews because they have to. What person wouldn't? And this is your dream, and this is something that you want to do as far as being a DC OC or a head coach. But when you know you don't have a, a chance in hell, and they just doing it for the diversity inclusion, it's kind of fucked up, man. I mean, and yeah, stuff. It, it's just got to change a little bit. I mean, like we got some, but I mean, it's not enough. And it's like <laughs> the Raiders. I feel like are the biggest little problem right now. Look, look at this, man. This dude is hiring all old seventy year old. Uh, past their primes, 0-16 winning coaches and stuff like this. We had two coaches that went 0-16 on our team, man. Like, uh, how is that a winning culture? How can you tell me that guy's, like, all about it? And how like, are the players going to respect selling, this you're guy? You're selling us, a, uh, like, a plate of lies. Like, yeah, I, don't, I would, as a as a coach, I kind of look at this dude like, man, if you failed the majority of the places you've been, why am I? This is going to be the place that you turn around? Like, come on, man, stop that. Get somebody who has actually been proven and, and and very competent and and bring something new to the game. Don't don't keep bringing back this old like you're. Get the nostalgia out of your head up in there. If you're gonna be our coach for the next ten years, get that damn nostalgia. Out. Let's go out here and let's win some games. Let's let's worry about what's happening now. If they can't adapt, if they can't adjust, if they're gonna stick to a hey, Tampa two is what we live and die by. Man defense, this is what we live and die by. If you can't can't get out your own ass and just say like hey. You know, maybe I need to adapt and, and like come come with something different. Let's let's approach this a little bit. A lot, a lot of people don't have that in them, man. A lot of people don't know how to admit when what they've been doing for so long just doesn't work because they are privileged to be able to have job security, and, and that's really what it is. I can do my absolute worst and still get hired no matter what. You know what type of level of a uh, of, of I don't even know what word to say, Prez. Like, how much how much easier life would be for me if I ever felt like, oh, I can go in and fuck up this whole entire job and get, and, and get hired or be eligible for this next promotion because I know they're going to give me the benefit of the doubt because that boy Keith, he's a great guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I like his attitude. I like, like his hold on, attitude. Hold on. What is this? What's in his portfolio? Yeah, yeah. What did what, did he fuck up every single thing that we gave him this year? But he can grill well for the <laughs> entire team. Or he he he's really great. He's really great at DJ in the holiday party. Or or you know what? He always brings in some hot tamales for work. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> like you know these people who are just well liked in the organization. They don't do shit right when it comes to their day job. <laughs> but I know they are in a long tangent. You know what I'm talking about. But y'all, y'all, you like, know the what I'm talking about. Teams, man. Y'all you know, know what I'm talking we, about. Y'all know exactly, man. And that that definitely hit home, man. Like that that shit got to stop, man. Y'all got me cursing over him, mad as hell. Yeah, hey, man. We got to let man. it out, man. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, stop. You can't be sitting here talking all this nonsense all year round, and then y'all continue to allow allow that to go on, man. Let's you you, you know what it, you know what it's gonna be, so. It is what it is. Like I said, it's draft season for us. We're going to get prepared after week 17. We're going to hit you with something for the Eagles specifically and the Raiders specifically. And we're we just going to go through it, man. And we're going to bring some friends on, possibly, you know, that that 
just to help us, console us, and we're gonna we gonna talk through some things, you know. And you gotta hear to understand this right here, we talking negative all this right here. It's because like, hey, this is how I get at the end of the season when when you constantly just lose and you got all you gotta hope for is like next year. But some kind of way, they're gonna talk, they're gonna make a move, and we're gonna be talking like off season champs again. Like, oh, they made the right move, they got the right guy. We we back in this. Be back hyped up next year. I don't know how the hell they keep fooling us in the but Prez, <laughs> when hope ends at one sport, <laughs> it begins. It begins in another. Yes. <laughs> NBA season is back. Yes. <laughs> NBA season is back. And for your team, let, let the people know who you root for the, the for the Lakers, final time. It's the, not the Pelicans. The Lakers, it's not the, the Pelicans, right? Not, not the Pelicans. Not anymore. Long I said story. I like the Anthony Davis as a player. And lo and behold, he came over to the okay, okay, okay. Boogie too. You know, yeah, that was yeah. two. <laughs> and myself, I know I'm wearing the Bulls and North Carolina hat. I just like the hat, but I'm a Knicks fan. On, on occasions. Oh, no. I, ne- I never wavered, man. I'm a Knicks fan, but I happen to be from Brooklyn, New York. Also spent a lot of time in Lower East Side Manhattan. So I'm a Knicks fan, man. But, uh, you know, I do follow... The Nets, because that's what he was alluding to. But that's that's the hometown team. Like if you, I think if you never had a team in your borough or your your hometown for you, like you would always keep an eye out for what that team is doing. And you may not root for them, but you ain't mad at them doing well. I mean, you you according to the rules that we set out in like what episode was that? I think it's like forty one or something like that. There's rules to this. Like, uh, go check out that episode. And we laid it out, man. If new team come your way, man. You can, you can, you can pick up and move, man. Just support home. It's, it's, it's open right there. Nobody can call you a bandwagon. It's, it's giving that home support. Something wasn't there before, and it's there now. You get a choice. Yeah, man. I got a different type of love for the Knicks, though, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I like Brooklyn, and you know, before my, like I was saying earlier in the pod, before my grandfather passed, like he, that was like he was super excited about it, and he had a whole lot of Brooklyn Nets stuff and all that stuff, and he left. That's one of the sweatshirts that he left with me, and that's the only, like, Brooklyn Nets gear and stuff like that that I have. So, like, for, for that sentimental value, yeah, I do pay attention to them. So, you know, everybody got a story for why they root for teams. But, again, we're hopeful. I mean, not as much because <laughs> the Knicks have been rebuilding for the last 21 years uh, since that, uh, that finals run against San Antonio in that shortened season. But... Uh, we're here, man, and I'm excited. I'm excited about my young rookies and Ovi Toppin, uh, IQ, Emmanuel Quigley, who's been balling, but he got hurt uh, during the uh, one of our our, our um, three games that we started the season with. So, and we just beat the Bucks last night. I, I I watched that whole game, and we looked different. And I could only imagine if people were in the stands, the energy in the garden would have been crazy. Yeah, we finally have a coach, man. Coach that's, that's good. Tom Thibodeau is he got them boys out there balling and they have to earn every minute. And, and I, I like I like that type of coach. He got a reputation for running people into the ground. But if it gets results, it we, gets if results. If it gets results and we have a young team, you know what I mean? We our veterans are like five to eight years. Like we don't have super old vets. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think I know how this season is gonna go. The 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 men, the the mid Vets, as I would call them, the five- to seven-year guys, they're probably going to play a little bit earlier, and then the younger guys are going to kind of merge in there and take their spots eventually. But, you know, that it is what it is with the Knicks. We're only three games in. We won in two, but I like what we're doing, and, you know, and, and we'll kind of update you guys periodically on the Knicks and the, and the Lakers. But one last thing on the Knicks, man, before. it was It's a lot of Julius Randle slander out there, and I was one of them. But 
I got to call a spade a spade. I don't know what Coach Tom Thibodeau has done with Julius Randle, but he hasn't been holding the ball. He's been passing the ball, and he outplayed Giannis last night or canceled him out. But I would say he outplayed him. You know what I mean? So 26 and, what, 13, and he had about five assists. So he he's out there balling a lot of people in – and um, you know, Nick's tape and all that stuff. Y'all, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all was shitting on him just like I was. So, but gotta give it up to him when he's performing. Speaking about people getting canceled, I Kawhi hit a little, he be on the bench for a minute, and that team just <laughs> fell apart. Lord. Did you see Dallas oh just go God. off? NBA, NBA Twitter was like lighting them up, Prez. Uh, it was it was relentless. Like, hey baby, hey, hey, hey man, y'all seen that? <laughs> y'all seen that? Fit- 50 points. 50 points at halftime. Half. Listen, by 50 points at Prez, half. Prez, if they would have never scored another point, <laughs> Dallas <laughs> still would have won by four points. <laughs> you, know, you know something like that's I, crazy. I really do feel for PG, man. I know we we get on PG a lot, man, but I really feel for him, man. The dude, obviously, you know, he gets lost in that social media. Man, this is gonna stick with him for a while, bro. Just just get all social media, keep this dude away from it, man. Because I don't four five years from down there, you you gonna have the best game in your life, and they're gonna be like, hey, hey what what Bron, what Bron, what Bron be doing when he be go doing that blackout when it be playoff time stuff like that? He need to blackout the whole season. PG <laughs> need to blackout the whole season. Don't tell nobody it's my fault. We know it's cliche. We know it's your fault. You ain't gotta tell us. You know y'all should not be losing by fifty points, like. At any times, man. Like, I mean, sometimes teams have it and they're going to shoot the lights out, but not 50. Not 50. Not a 50. Not a 50 burger, man. Ooh, like, ooh. A half. A half, man. A half. Like, that was that was definitely an NBA record, right? I don't think that's ever been done, right? Ever. So, so, but speaking of guys being out, what the hell is up? Your boy already on load management? Man, come Hey, you can't just want a chip. We just want Anthony like Davis is already ago. on we, load we, management. We, 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 what kind like of shit is this? Need to be playing. Did we win? Are we winning? We y'all, won the the game. Game. y'all won the game. Y'all won the game. Y'all lost the first game to the Clippers. They came out and played their championships. Was, I, was, I was, you know, we had just put on the rings and yeah. like took it off, yeah. like it, it messed up. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, they played their first. We're we'll still. Uh, what is it? The first game of the season championship game? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah they, they played that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, won, yeah. But it is what it is, man. But what are you looking forward to most in the first couple weeks of this season? Like, are, are you looking to get out in front run or like? I think we just got to get like our jail, uh, our team together. So we got a bunch of all these new pieces with Schroeder coming out, just still doing this thing. Surprisingly, you know, like, hey, he's he fitting right in. But just getting everybody else in on this team. I think KCP playing pretty good, Schroeder playing good, but just making sure everybody else is getting into that that teamwork and that team effort. I mean, that took us a while to build with uh, LeBron and AD. And uh, yeah, I mean, just everybody learning their roles. That's, that's the main thing, you know? So. We can take a couple losses, not too many, but if 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 it's just about getting the team to mail to 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 mail together, man, it's it's worth a loss here and there just to see see how see them go through hard times. Yeah, man, it's it's a um, you know, speaking of hard times, a few teams have been through a lot of hard times in the NBA, but they starting off kind of hot, man. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers are three and zero. You got uh, the Orlando Magic, Markel Folks. Remember Markel Folks? How they thought he was just like something was wrong with his head or whatever. He out there bowling in Orlando, soon to be your hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to get some really good Magic games or at oh, least a competitive team. I don't need them to get too good 
too soon. You <laughs> Why you gonna like, jump? You gonna? I want to. Is, like, is this part I, of I want the prices to jump up? Too is this high. is this a part of this this rules to this shit to where you can now be a fan because you live there? No, oh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Okay, we'll okay. See. I'm, I'm a Lakers fan until I die. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> uh, shout out to my boy uh, Josh, man. He's a Indiana Pacers fan. They're three and zero, and they're playing pretty well. So I mean, a lot of teams out the gate. I'm looking pretty good on the West Coast. You know, nobody really stepping out there quite yet, but you know, it, it's I'm, I'm excited for NBA to be back. But there's one last thing I want to get to. Okay, they throwing ahead. a lot of dirt on your man Steph name, man, because they got blown out the first two games and barely beat the <laughs> Chicago Bulls last night. Have you seen the, the the video they've been putting out online with him hitting like a hundred and something? Threes, yeah, come like on, man. I, I know I, what you're doing. <laughs> you do it <laughs> but you only hit three the night before <laughs> hey. i don't care what you do in practice like it ain't for real like, hey conspiracy theories have been out there man about clay being the most valuable player on that team and i get it but at the same time man y'all gotta stop stop with that steph ain't got no draymond out there he playing with rookies and dudes that otherwise would not make the team all right so lebron when he was with rookies and stuff what did he do that's the difference though that's the difference. Like, that, everybody got to stop. That's all everybody's trying to say. Maybe he's not that dude. You can hit, you oh, can he, dedicate, he you can, ultimately is that dude. He changed the way the, the game is he played. Changed, he added something to the game. You can add something to the game, but still not be that dude. You know what I mean? I think I think he's a game changer with the team around him, but like, that's what everybody needs. Everybody needs a team built around him. You can't, Braun don't win championships without top level talent, right or wrong. I mean, it's a team sport. What exactly. So even though he could drag a bunch of bumps to the finals, they not expected to win when they got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. Like, I, I don't expect Steph Curry to drag these guys to the finals. Now, when Draymond get back and Wiseman starts playing and, and he improves, like, speaking of Wiseman, the kid is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, if y'all yeah. haven't had a chance to watch yeah. uh, Wiseman the play the number center, two bit, right? yeah. He he looked like he he a vet out there and he they played against some really good teams the first two games Chicago, on um, the last game and again man he I was impressed like yeah, yeah. for him not really playing a season and, and Penny Hardaway essentially paying for him to come to anyway I'm I'm, <laughs> di- I'm diverting I'm diverting but what I'm saying is they'll they'll get on track will they make the playoffs I don't know now that you know you got that ten through seven play in tournament I think they are the can be amongst the top. That that eight to ten range, that seven to ten range, I think Golden State can do it. But right now, they they definitely need Draymond back in a big way. I mean, they they just been unfortunate the past couple of years, real talk. Uh, but man, we got to talk about this one other subject, James Harden. Man. What in the world this dude doing, man? Like, do um, we not understand like getting buckets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to strip clubs and still getting buckets, looking like a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, it's so funny, though, like how the NBA can have these stories and they go a totally different way than the NFL. The NFL's dogging uh, uh, Hankins right now or whatever. Oh, Haskins? Haskins yeah, Haskins. Haskins right over. They dogging him for going to the strip club. But this is like the second incident and within like a matter of months where we had the NBA you know, oh, I was going for the wings, and now you got him out carrying team members out, and like COVID. All right, all right, all right. we ain't have a mask on, but we good, we good. <laughs> <laughs> but he's coming out there surprisingly, like, hey, like you're saying, he is lighting it up, but he's still like 
the, the moves that he making, the demanding his trade and stuff still, man, it's just still like getting up under me, man. It's just like he got two years left in demanding the trade and really don't have any leverage. Uh, whoever is his agent on his team, like I, I get it. You're a superstar, and if you cause enough ruckus and be enough of a butt, then you can you can get out of it. Like this is the NBA. Don't nobody want that awkwardness. I think they're doing too much. I think they're they're all doing too much with PG, all this stuff right here. Y'all gonna end up losing control, man. Like they're gonna they're gonna hold y'all to these contracts eventually. Like y'all get paid all this money, y'all get well more than anybody else. Like oh uh, well, like the they're gonna come down on these violate on these violations with the tampering. Like they're gonna do something with these players with the with the tampering thing. It has too. to. The owners right now has they have zero leverage. It seems like in all these things, it's just like the players are being like. You said that thing though, that owners thing, and, and then again, you know me, I don't care. I don't I, care about that. I, I really I don't. don't I, <laughs> I get where this, you come from. This is where I get like it's not really the owners I'm thinking to. It's just like uh, the, the team, the, fans, the people, the, the fans, fans yeah. the fans, and it's just like y'all ain't y'all ain't throwing them a fair shake. And but I know y'all like well, forget the fans. Is is no? This is always from. I mean, this is why we do this. This is always from a fan perspective. As you can see, we ain't pull out a whole lot of stats. We just watch the games and go off of what we feel. This is barbershop talk, but. Yeah, I am kind of tired of switching jerseys every couple years when when a guy doesn't stick it through. But I am also a fan of like if I don't want to be somewhere in real life, I don't stay there. I, I move on. You gotta play out. Like don't sign the long term contract, y'all. They always run out and get be smarter. The money. Be smarter they get about the your money contract. About it. They did. Oh, I gotta get this money, and then oh, I don't want to be here. And it's just like. Come on, man. Like, y'all selling people a fake dream or whatever. Like like you said, like, some of these kids, like, man, everybody can't go out and buy new jerseys every year. Like, I know that's what y'all selling and stuff like this. But, like, hey, think about the other kids who was, like, the less fortunate. You know what I mean? Like, they have a jersey one year, next year, it's, it's freaking gone. And, like, they chase another player around somewhere else, man. That's, just, that's, why, that's why nowadays, it, you know, I know we keep referencing this rules to this shit episode. But that's why the rules have to be amended to a certain point. And we may need to update and do another there's rules to this shit because with so much player movement, now people are, I get why people are fans of players. Yeah. Because you can't really trust that that player is going to be there long enough because specifically in the NBA, they have so much more power to move and, and do their thing freely. And, and especially if they like one of these these guys that are managed or like by like Rich Paul or yeah. people that are very smart about how they operate. And yes, they may be condescending. And and uh, what's the other word I'm looking for behind the scenes? Some of these players to where they have, uh, like when people, when a person is quiet, but they really doing some under Manipulative? Yeah, it can be like some of these players are, and people, and Bron has been accused of being very uh, condescending or manipulative, if that's not the right word, but y'all kind of know what I'm getting at behind the scenes in terms of what he wants and what he wants to see from an organization. I think if players start approaching it that way and be a little bit more covert about how they're going about it, then this wouldn't be a story. But James, like you've had car blondes to do whatever you wanted to do as a Houston Rocket since you got there because they put, they put the keys in your hands. And now that... The regime has changed. The ownership has changed. GM has changed, and all that. You want to buck the system, like because you they're not allowing you to do your thing, bro. You just like every one of us that that deal with um, changes in for yep. us in command or changes in supervisors or change. Like you got to roll with the punches, bro. And that this is this dude is thirty one years old. That's not a way to conduct business. You can be an asshole behind the scenes, whatever. 
but we don't, it doesn't need to get out to the public. And that's my only thing. Like, do what you do behind the scenes because you got the power to do it if you want to change the situation. But for for kids that are kind of looking up to you and how you're carrying yourself, you're only going to make this worse in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, man, I mean, we talked a minute on all this stuff, man. <laughs> let's go on it. Like, we still got some music. Shit, we still <laughs> we got some music. We still got some music to get to. So. Uh, all right, then. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. This is yeah, the year-end wrap-up, man. I mean, this is the yeah. year-end wrap-up. This I is going to be a long excited. one. I mean, obviously, we... Start talking NBA, we get a little bit more excited because all our NFL dreams got squashed. Yeah, it's crushed, man. It's crushed. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you my, go where the hope is. You got to go where the hope is. And, and I just love hoop. So I'm a fan of a lot of players, like I said. So even when the Knicks are trash, I've had a lot of experience at uh, the Knicks being trash. So I've become a fan of the league yeah. <laughs> as a and result. I, and I will say this, though, man. The league has got more competitive all the way around uh, with all the recent little switches yeah, and yeah. stuff like this. KD's so, looking amazing, by the yeah. way. So East, West, man, there's going to be some competitions, man. It's going to be it's gonna be some fights. There's going to be some good years of basketball I think we got to come. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll stop right there. Yeah, let's get into we, some music, man. Let's get, we got a lot, a lot of albums lot, dropped that, uh, that came out right right after we were, or the cutoff when we were doing our hip-hop and R&B albums of the year. So we're going to get right into those. We're going to take a brief break, and you're going to hear a word from our sponsors that we don't have. Surprisingly, man, we we kind of try to plan out these things at the end of the year where we do our look back. And we, uh, December ain't the usual time that people drop a ton of albums. You may get one gym yeah, that yeah. doesn't drop, but <laughs> this year we got quite a few people that didn't drop. That was like some nice albums in between this little uh, uh, little section that we had for the past two weeks, man. That's been pretty pretty good, man. Some like, surprises, some surprises, man. Um, even even people that are. Uh, because we were doing our year-end wrap-up, so I was so fixated on listening to the albums that I either enjoyed or wanted to make my list for the various lists that we've made. And if you're watching this for the first time, go check out our Hip Hop and R&B Awards for 2020 that we did as a collaboration with Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast. We have several categories that we have out there on YouTube, several categories on our audio format as well, so check that out before I even go any further. But there are some other ones that dropped right, like the week before, like yeah. all in this month of December to where I'm like, I got to get to this. I got to get to this because I like these guys. I like to listen to them, but they're not going to make my list. So I couldn't really focus like, on it. Like you have like the one album that drops like every year. And it was like Roddy Rich dropped like right at that time, like last year. But that was. Wasn't expecting that was it. That about it though. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting it because like Roddy, Roddy Rich was on Nipsey's album before Nipsey passed, right? Yeah. And I remember like, yo, I like this this young dude. You know what I mean? And I had heard of him sometime, but then he dropped that. And I was like, I'm not supposed to like this because he don't necessarily uh rap to the how I like my like my home base of of what I like. But I couldn't deny how talented he was and how good the music was. So but I think there's a few that have yeah, dropped like that few. in December here, man. We had the Kid Cudi album drop, uh, Man on the Moon 2. You had Ransom. Part 3, Part 3. Part, uh, yeah, Man on the Moon Part 3. You had Ransom, Crime Scene. You had Eminem, 
Music to be murdered by side B. You had uh, Lil Wayne that did his side B. He did his side B. Lil Uh, Dirk uh, did something as well. You had Larry June. Larry June as well, yeah. Those numbers. And then you had 38 Special drop Interstate. I-38. Yeah, Interstate 38. So uh, I think those would be the ones that we need to go on to go over, man. Let's... Where you, where you want to start at? Which one you want to start with? Uh, we can start with 38 Special. Let's just warm them up and give them somebody that I know that they probably don't listen to a whole lot. So 38 Special, man, he, he works a lot with Griselda. He's from Buffalo as well. I, I never really paid attention to 38 Special outside of the features on Griselda projects because, I mean, look how many Griselda artists there are. There's, yeah. there's three that dominate the headlines, and, and those... Rightfully so. They've been doing it for a while. But 38 Special has been right there all along. So I just started really giving him a listen this year with all his projects. And he put out something prior to this, and I, I forget the name of it. But, like, he started gaining some steam yeah, with yeah, me yeah. the I, last I couple the of months. Of I remember it came out, like, mid-year. I, I listened at it. Uh... But, no, no, even more recent. Like, I didn't even send you this album because it's a, it's a white cover and now I'll look up the cover and the name of it since I mentioned That's it. That's what I'm talking um, about, though. It's so, a white cover. It came out. Yeah, yeah. It came out like maybe two, three weeks prior to this I-38 joint. So he got beats on there from like, I'm like, damn, he paid for these beats. So how did it get on a DSP? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's old. It's uh, some old school beats that's heavily sampled um, from our t- our era or whatever. Yeah. But I'm 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 just leading up to say that this dude has earned the right. I won't say to be on Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, but he earned the right to get his his album reviewed it's because it's, like, like, it's, he's, just, just he grinding. Yeah. He grinding. It may not be my favorite thing that drops during that time or he may get caught up in the moment of when I'm listening to other stuff, but trust and believe I'm listening to him in conjunction with everything else I'm I'm listening to. But but with that said, man, what, what are some of the tracks for you that you really appreciated out of this because you're not like a super duper fan as well, right? No, no, no. But he's he's more in the vein of what what we've been saying. Like it's been good. Like all the Griselda artists, like he he raps up like in that little style. The Ransoms, the uh, the Freddie Gibbs. Like he's he's a rapping type dude. You know what I mean? So uh, Interstate, I think that was a good one on that with uh, Shay Noor, and uh, the one with Benny. What was the Benny one? Benny one. Stash Box. Yeah, Stash Box. So for me, man, on there, I like. Uh, of course, the ones too, but I like feel so right with Dej Loaf. Like, man, look, man, my my brother always clowns me about years ago. I listened to Dej Loaf solo project, and he always clowns me on it. But like, <laughs> I think she has a unique voice, man. Mm-hmm. And I may not like her solo projects, but when she's on people's hooks, man, she just—I I, just—I just like her voice on hooks, especially street records. You know what I mean? So feel so right was dope. He had another one on there uh, with. Ransom called Toll Booth. Yeah. And we're going to get to Ransom and crime scenes here shortly. But again, man, it's just like gritty bars that I always have appreciated over really soulful beats. So if you can do that and you're saying something that makes me, all you got to do is go back to the clue tapes and stuff like that to make me hit the rewind button. And once you do that multiple times, you got a fan. You got a fan of me, especially in this climate, like where I'm, I'm, I've uh, matured more in my listening ears to where that's not the thing that gets me. You can't just spit punchline, be a punchline rapper, and just go on and on and on with no hook and all that stuff. 
there's very few cats that can do that <laughs> for me now. And yeah. 38 Special is becoming one of those guys that where I don't care if you don't have a hook. I don't care if you have this. I'm He bringing me back to what I originally like hip hop for, which is the lyricism first. Yeah. And and he's bringing it back as far as I, I, I got it. The rules are broken for him. I don't say make this type of song, make that type of song. The rules are broken because you're giving me exactly what I like in a refreshing way. All right, all right, yeah, man. So 38 special, Interstate 38, definitely go check that out. Uh, definitely worth a listen. I mean, like, there's some other albums come out. We ain't really mentioning those. We're only going to tell you about the ones that, that was worth your ear. And I, I think 38 Special is definitely worth your ear, especially, like, if you like the Griselda-type artists, if, you, if you're if you into the the Ransom, like, right up your alley, check them out. Give them a listen. Tell us what you think. Uh, next, we got, what, you want to go Larry June? Yeah, let's hit Larry June up, because Larry June is just one of them guys that you just don't, know about if you don't listen to hip-hop every day. I got put on to him by Iggy. Iggy Iggy's Live Mouth Podcast. He he put us on and we talked about uh, some of his stuff on our in-year 2024 Hip-Hop Awards. But I've been listening to pretty much everything Larry June has dropped this year. This one, for me, man, was like one of his best, to be honest with you, yeah. man. Like, of course, the people say the Dom Kennedy references and stuff like that and rightfully so because he does sound sound like Dom just sound that yeah. that's it but what he's saying is for me is a little bit different in terms of how he puts it together and I, I'm, I'm not mad at it like so so yeah he definitely sounds like Dom Kennedy but and there's no no slight whatsoever at Dom Kennedy cause I think Dom Kennedy do his thing like I said get home safely like I still love that album uh but he he does it in like a he adds a little bit more slick talking to it. You know what I mean? Like, and and uh, I don't know, man. It's a vibe, man. It's, it's it's like once you get into this album, you're gonna feel it. Like it just flows, man. Uh, and he did Dear. He did the Dear Summer. It's called Dear Winter. He yeah. did that, and I guess not a lot of people that can go back over classic Rockefeller beats and really draw my attention. And speaking of classic uh, Rockefeller beats, I think G Herbo just did one with the, what is it called? The statement, I believe. That's the uh, name uh, of it. Yeah, what was the beat that he did on that? Uh, I forget the beat, but I like, guess another classic Rockefeller beat. I think it was like one of Hov's yeah. beats. But anyway, like when cats do those, and I'm, I'm starting to date myself and feel old because, like, all right, well, these dudes are in their mid 20s, late 20s. Of course, the stuff that they're drawn from is early 2000s, yeah. late 90s, and that's when we started loving hip hop and we were coming up and we were in our teens and twenties. So it's kind of like, I got to get out of that, that old guy mindset. Oh man, he doing this song over. Right, let's go listen to that. No, listen at what no, he's listen doing. No, listen at what he's doing to it. Did he flip it right? Was, was he on point with the bars? Like you got to give these younger dudes chances and to win you over. Like, like you said, and Larry June has definitely won me over, especially with killing shit like that. Then he got the other song on there called trap Larry. Yeah. Where I never, maybe I've missed the song and people who are Larry June fans check me if I'm wrong, but I haven't heard him over no trappy beats. And he sounded fucking amazing on it. Not, not the ones that I haven't listened since Abe. It's been know. all like, yeah. like current, I would say currency, laid back vibe type yeah. beats, Cali beats, or just Harry Fraud type production. It's just real laid back. Ooh, that's player what it shit. is, man. Now that you're saying that, I think that's what it is, man. It's like a little Dom mixed with a little bit of currency, and they both like kind of similar, but like it's 
Mel- melded it. together. Yeah, yeah, like that's what he kind of gives me is a currency and Dom Kennedy vibe, but. Throwing in his own uniqueness, man. Like yeah. you always gonna we're gonna go out there and compare people, man. Somebody it's player shit. Compare yeah. to, like, but you got to see like the, where they influence from. But they always bring their own uniqueness, and is he definitely he ain't imitating? He got his own uniqueness with it, and like it's it, it definitely worked to listen as well. Yeah, again, and uh, what's the name of this one? Numbers. The people is called Numbers. You got any other songs you like off Numbers? Uh, nah, that was the ones I had. Uh, Trap Larry and. Uh, Ooh, so yeah, listen to that Larry June. Check it out if you got got a chance. It's a quick what ten, eleven songs on there. Yeah, it's, it's not. But much. it's still a quick listen as far as album goes. It's eleven songs, but I probably want to say it's like less than thirty minutes, and it vibes, man. So talking about another short album that we had coming out, Ransom. Yes. Right. So we talked about Ransom so much, so much. So if you if you are here for the first time, don't sleep on the couch podcast. Prez and I, this ain't the first time we brought Ransom up, but this is probably going to be the first video and definitely not the last that we cater to what this dude has been doing. So Prez, I know you ain't prepared for this and I know you a note-taking guy, but take us back to all the shit that you've liked over the course of the year and then we'll get to this this album. Uh, So... Yeah, right off the back, man, like when you, like beginning of the year, I was listening to my other little stuff. I was Deep into like the Eminem, the Lil Wayne, and uh, Yo-, Yo Gotti, uh, and and uh, Jay Electronica, and I was listening to that heavy. And you was like, "Yo, have you listened at this uh, Ransom?" Yeah, I was like, "What Ransom? Like, I'm a dude from like was Desert Storm and stuff." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he he dropped something. Mixtape rapper from Desert Storm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he put me on that, and it was like a uh, director's cut, right? Director's cut scene, yeah, yeah, scene yeah. one and scene two. And uh, yeah, man, I put that on. And if I didn't push everything else to the side for about a good two weeks, and that's all I listened to, the dude had just been coming with it like all year. And like uh, on this director cut, he always have uh, named it after movies and everything. So I think like Hellraiser was one that I, I talked good about like on there. Yeah. Uh, but he came with those two at the beginning of the year. Then somewhere down in the middle of the year, he dropped another one. And then he came out with another. And then now he's dropping this right here. It's like short it's like doses. He's constantly like just hitting you with those seven songs or whatever. But he's making sure that all of them are just like straight, like no no filler, no filler. Just like wait, he's just gonna he's gonna capture your attention and he's gonna keep it for whatever short little period of time that he that he got. And what you're gonna want to hit rewind a couple of times. It may not by being short may benefit because like you like ooh. Let me go back to this song. Let me go back to this song. You just get play after play after play instead of like. I tell you, I tell you one thing. If you like, I I equivalent ransom in in a lot of these joints to what he was doing, what Pusha T did with Daytona. Mm -hmm. It was so clear, concise, packed a powerful punch out. Yeah, and it left you going back to song one immediately, and therefore you get way more replay value when you don't leave any filter. So crime scenes is just another. Added on effect to close out the year. Bravo, bravo, ransom. Because boy, you've been you've been spitting probably the, the best, and nobody has given him any credit. He hasn't been on anybody's list. He was on your list. Yeah, he was on. He my was list. on our our list. He made our list in multiple different categories this year. But nobody, I'm saying that publicly that that has a bigger platform than us has been really bigging him up. He's been like. 
he's been like fodder. Like yeah. people will say it, but they ain't really championing it. And I want to say like, yo, he's one of the best pure rappers. And again, you we got in 2021. My mission is to bring lyricism back to the forefront, especially if you're delivering in song structure, hooks, and consistency. Like if you're doing all those things and you're still probably bringing some of the essence back as far as just straight rapping through. Like, but if the bars you saying are potent and it's able to keep people's attention, then right. you're doing your job. I can tell you, like, it <laughs> hasn't been a dull moment on any one of these, like, four mixtapes that he done dropped this year, man. It hasn't been a dull moment. The dude has been, like, sharp as ever with his, with his bars and everything. But on this one, Uncut Gems, uh, Good Times, uh, 25th Hour, The Right, it's, it's seven songs. All of them are five, but I'm like, those are, those the, four, true, yeah. are the true, true standouts, man, that's going to have you, like, especially, man, that Uncut Gems. Like, I heard it. Uh, that was, like, one that he was, like, The parole before. officer line. Yeah. Come on, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't acting. Like, I only act when I'm in front of the parole. The parole officer. Like, yo, he got so many, like, it's shit. He got so many gems in that one. Didn't get right to good times, but Stove God Cooks. I, let me let me stop. I, I don't want to take full credit for putting you on the ransom. I've I've known he's been dropping stuff, but like it, he gets hidden into the the title and the Apple feeds. But shout out to my man Russ. He's been watching like every week, listening to our pod. So appreciate you you listening. He's been putting me like he's been giving me the reminders for the stove got cooks and the and the ransoms and the and the guys that's from the city. He's from Brooklyn as well. So yeah. he's been give he's been reminding me, and, and and I appreciate it because I've I've listened to some really good hip hop as a result. Of that, so and that's another guy that we we not gonna bring up, but Stove got Cooks and Rock Marciano. Y'all gotta check that album out as well. Like that's that's fire. But back to crime scenes, man. I've I haven't shook my head this much in a long time with bars. <laughs> I can tell you, you you gave me a couple several of the phone calls. Like, hey, you hit me up. Like, oh, you heard this? Like, we <laughs> talk about it, and then like hang go up, back and to then it. like. Two two minutes later, call me. Oh, oh yeah, you man. No, I'm listening to the song you told me right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, man. I mean, him, him, and then like with this uncut gems, and then the uh, what's the good right? What is it? You said as good times. Good times. I haven't like it's hard to get through that album to get to the next few songs on there because those two I keep going back to. Like that's what I haven't. I have not woken up like my my. Music listening routine is to wake up, you know, listen to some music on my way to work. But typically, um, the music got to be jamming for me to put hardcore hip hop on in the yeah. in the morning. But like, he be getting me in that mood, man, that that focus yeah. mode, and I don't know how he do it, man. We just fucking rapping well. Yeah. But ransom, uncut gems. I know I just shouted out to a couple people like already who's like. I know it was gonna get lost on the end of the year because you're going back, you listen to everything else, you watch, uh, you're, you're home with family, so you're missing these albums and like they may get lost in your feed and stuff. Got to remind them, and this was definitely one of them that I was like, hey, make sure you download this and you get a listen. Like, let me yeah. know after you listen to. And me. he is the best rapper that you haven't heard, and when you hear him, you will second that motion. I stand on that. Mm. Period. Mm. Period. Stand. stand on that. Zach P. Show me somebody that's doing it better. Somebody gonna show you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next, man, we got M with uh, Music to be Murdered by Side B. 
Uh, I won't, I won't let you take this one. You go ahead and start off on this one. I want to hear what you got to say. I mean, this is a whole nother album. And normally, I would be excited when one of the GOATs drop a whole nother album. We just covered the Wheezy with the mixtape. And then when Wheezy dropped another one, which I still haven't fully gotten through because... I know I just con- I can contradict myself in the prior album we was covering with the Ransom, where Ransom is still doing some of them same elements, but throwing the 2020 tweak on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't feel like that's happening with Wheezy, and I damn sure don't feel like it's happening with him. I'm not gonna let you let you slide with this, man. So you saying that he can't do it with like a with with the 2020 twist? I think he can. I just don't think he does it enough on them. He he goes back and weighs on his uh, uh of of his past like hitting the little funny songs every now and again. He got this little ballads with filler, Sala, Sala. filler. Yeah, yeah he has filler. the filler, but he has like three or four songs on that where he like come with it. Uh, that that Nat especially oh, hands down, hands Nat, down. Nat is the best song. Uh, on here. These these demons, killer and Zeus, and like I think like on all those he he actually like rapped like he he came through it and he. He added, he kept your attention. You know what I mean? Even in 2020, like he 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 modernized his style to match the beat. Yeah. But is this the end for Slim Shady? Like, is is are you gonna listen to him again? You're gonna continue to give him looks, or is he gonna fall back in the pecking order? Because these guys that we listen to, we give them the benefit of the doubt so much, right? We we always talk about this. Eminem is one of those guys. Eminem, Nas, Jay, Weezy, like T.I., G. I said Weezy, Jeezy. Like, it's a lot of guys. I know, yeah, I decided to slide that T.I. in there. But <laughs> it's a lot of guys that we listen to often to where we're going to give them a listen regardless because if they do come out with some dope shit, we want to hear the dope shit. We want to be there for the dope shit and the resurgence of them finally getting it. That you need to do something a little bit different or, yeah, you maybe you need to just drop 10 songs and just give us that. You know what I mean? But Eminem is on his own planet, man, and he's going to do what he want to do. I don't think it's the end for him, but I also know that Side B of Wayne just came out. I ain't really check it out like that. Well, see, this is what I was going to say. So if you're talking about the Wayne, the the reason you ain't checked for Wayne is because, like, I I didn't like the first Side A. So, like, it's hard to get me to, like, just jump straight into Side B after, like, you just gave me two weeks ago when you said this was it, and... I listened to that and I was like, I don't want to run then, back to that. The other thing is nobody <laughs> so, so, that nobody that we respect as far as musically champion. is championing it. Nope. So when those all those different things and the word of mouth don't really spread, that seems to mean that you have a dud, my friend. Yeah, and, and the fact <laughs> that you have to flip it around like this is Eminem is dropping this side B after dropping his like at the top of the year, and he's dropping this at the end of the year. You dropping side B a week later. So that tells me that you was like, oh, they didn't they didn't jump on what I wanted real quick. So let me throw this out there and see if I can win them back or whatever. It's, it's too late. Damage is done on that little Porsche. You gotta wait a minute before you can actually like, ah, I'm I'm wheezied out like on that dumb wheezy. So thing. that was constructive criticism. Some people will call this hate. We don't give a shit. But let's let's get to what we actually liked about it. Uh, the M- yeah, let's get let's get to what we like about. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I I, I love the Nat Nat like hands down was like the best the uh, song that he had on there. Uh, and talking about these people championing up, that's that was one of the songs that somebody did champion. And like, hey, y'all listen to this M? Yeah, I'm like, nah, I haven't made it there yet. It's, it's in the no, list. No, go listen to that. Nah, no, yeah. nope, stop. Go listen to it. And it's like, okay, 
And that jumped it up in my queue. And then, like, then I started listening to the rest of it. And like you said, like, he had all the filler, but, like, he had a couple of gems on there, man. And uh, it, it, it's enough to keep him relevant and where I'm not going to, like, run away from his next project. But I think he needs more of that. Like, I love the Marshall Matters LP, you know what I mean? Because it didn't have What do you, what at, at his level, at GOAT levels, because he is one of the GOATs, at GOAT level, what do you have to lose with just doing, just rapping your ass off for 10 tracks? Just beat switches, no temper, some hooks on some of them, not so much on the others. Like, what, what do you have to lose with doing albums that I know you probably always wanted to do? But he did that with Music To Be Murdered By, and y'all didn't really feel it. Well, sometimes you can, <laughs> I mean, sometimes it may not hit. Sometimes yeah. whatever you want to do may not hit. Yeah, and I and I get it, but I, I think that this one necessarily like it, I got joints like Book of Rhymes, DJ Premier joint. It was a different DJ Premier sound. I I would think like, damn, M, you would have if you are gonna get DJ Premier, get the classic yeah. DJ Premier sound. And I don't think that came with it. And he's hands on with his music, and rightfully so, it's his music. But when I saw DJ Premier, I was like, oh my god, I seen what DJ Premier did with Royce, yeah, and what they did, and I'm like. Royce, I won't say he let DJ Premier, but what DJ Premier is known for, he did on Royce's project when they did their joint project. But it's somehow when it get to him, it's like stuff gets cut up and, and it don't, it might be, it might not be what the producer said. And I don't know this to be true, but I do know that that didn't sound like DJ Premier production. And I, I was left, I wasn't left, uh, I was left. Wanting more with the production side, the rhymes he had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, M M is like you said, you on goat status. You done reached up there, like, like you you top tier, man. Like, maybe just release like the seven songs. Like, quit trying to release like all these other long albums. Like, just just create a little bit more. Drop a drop singles here on out, and just keep. Like, it's it's no more the albums that we really need. I mean, like, grown up there, like. Try to help out some other people. I, I don't know what the... I ain't going to sit here and try yeah, to figure Are you a I, fan I, of Trap M on this album? Huh? Trap M, the Trappy M, the Bounce, no. the 808 no. M. Like, no, not at all. Like, yeah, he's done... Yeah, I don't want to hear no party songs from him. No. Ever. Ever. <laughs> when have you ever heard an Eminem party song yeah. that you was like, I... I well, when have you partied to M? Never. I know the Skylar Grey songs are his like little staple. That's, like, I mean, a, that's like, a crutch too. Like I hate. Yeah. Like, the Sky. I don't hate Skylar Grey, but majority of those songs, I, they sound oh. the same now. <laughs> like he, he seemed to have one on like every album, and it just sound like a continuation of the last song. It's just like, bro, like what are y'all doing new? What are y'all doing different on these right here? Uh, drop a joint album together and, and call it done on this. But like, maybe I maybe may like. I ain't, ain't feeling this shit. Ain't I ain't feeling. Ain't don't do it no more. Whatever. Give give me days low. Give me somebody I like <laughs> on these hooks, okay? Give me somebody I like. Stop 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 going to old faithful man. Like nobody wants to hear you and Skylar Gray anymore. Go go find um, Marsha Ambrosius. Go find um, Days Low. Go find what's 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 the other girl that I'm I'm looking for? She's on all over Nipsey Hussle's album. Songstress, songstress. Keep keep going. I'm gonna find it because okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of female R&B singers, or just singers in general, that 
can probably take your song to another level if that's necessarily where you want to go in. But like you got to, you ran to the well once too much. Skylar Gray, man. Like nobody, like no that disrespect, but I don't want to hear it no more. Yeah. So hey, <laughs> we I think we're getting too far away from it. <laughs> it has some good songs on here, depending on which portion of M that you really like. Uh, he may have more of something that you do than the other one. For me, it was too minimal on what I prefer M to be. And if you're gonna be minimal like that overall, I'm saying it's it's all right. What are the songs? What are your what are the songs that you took away? That you're adding to your playlist, so the people know, so they, you know, what I'm saying, what are some of the ones? Oh, you got? I already named it. It was like uh, Nat, These Demons, uh, Killer, and Zeus. Cool. Like those, those be the ones that I take out of there, and I, I throw them on there, mix them with a couple songs that I liked on uh, Music to Be Murdered by, which was captured in the moment too, because we talked about this on the uh, on the annual look back, man. I was just like, man, I I remember that album like it's top up here. And then when I got all the other albums throughout the year and went back to it, it was just like wasn't the same. Wasn't it wasn't the same, same feel. And I uh I can, should, I can, you shouldn't lose me that quick in the year. You know what I mean? I, I, I can dig it. I can dig it. But it for me again, Book of Rhymes, uh these demons like you mentioned, Nat, Zeus, and Discombobulated. And there was one with Dr. Dre on there that kind of got close, but they went back to talking nonsense again about like to me, them dudes is too old to be talking about their relationships, how they were on the song. Even if they were having fun, they were, I didn't have fun listening to it. <laughs> All right. And then, man, so that's going to take us to the final one, man. Our final album review for this week. Kid Cudi. Man on the Moon 3. Man. Man. Kid C. Ghosts. Now Man on the Moon 3. <sighs> he back. He back. He back. He back. He back. I haven't listened to Cudi in a long time, Press. like... Kissy Ghost was when I was like, yeah. Well, you know that stayed in the rotation. Yeah. Like, that hasn't left my rotation. Like I, I, I still go to Kissy Ghost for one or two songs, just depending on the mood I'm in. When I'm in that that, you know that 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 Bobby not depressed mood, but just like you know, just trying to get through whatever you're getting through for that day. So there's two songs on Kissy Ghost, but but this Man on the Moon three. So. I'll let you leave because this is your guy, man. Yeah, yeah. So, man on the moon, man on the man on the moon one, man on the moon two. Like, Kid Cudi came in with a different type of flow. This is like when all the skinny jeans and stuff was coming in. And everybody was like, "Oh man, no, not this guy, man. Y'all can't be doing this, can't be doing that." But the dude came in, stayed in his little lane, and just went off with it. And like, it, everybody didn't attach on uh, at the jump, but I felt like his his music was so impactful. Because the influence that was the 808 and heartbreaks and stuff like that when it got in Kanye. And then now people get introduced through the Kanye and going back and checking out his catalog. And now it becomes platinum and all this sort of stuff. And all these art newer artists that we had around for the past couple of years, you can tell their their cutty influence. Like how he was like his DNA is in this so much of the sing songy, but with the hump, like just uh yeah, he right in the right pocket. Yeah. This whole entire album, like it, harmonizing. That's what yes, I'm trying to yes, say. Where yes. he's harmonizing over all these beats and everything, man. It's just like kick, and he's he's been the best at it still. Like with these guys that's coming in, and I just think like, but he kind of fell off. Like at the Man on the Moon too, and then it was like that long low where he was just dropping all these little stuff, and you know he had the drug problems and all this other yeah. little problems that he had in his life. And it, I just wasn't liking the music that he put out for so long. And then 
can't see Ghost just brought back that resurgence. That that now this is the Cuddy I know. This is the Cuddy that I've been like still listening to on these other. So albums. you're a big Cuddy fan, right? What's the album that he had with um the last album that I remember really checking for and liking, and it's probably because of it's a few songs, but one song stood out to me, and I love that shit because it's so ignorant. The one with Too Short. It's, um, it's a song with two I think shorts. it's on that Pain and Passion or Pain, pain it might, and Pain or something It like might that. be, but yeah, that that's when I, when he poked his head out the last time that I yeah. actually listened before Kids Oh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely that album. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that, like that was like the one that was like, eh, it's okay, but it still ain't, ain't there. This ain't this ain't premium yeah. Kid Cudi. Yeah, but he's, he's back, like, <laughs> hey, like he said in the songs up in here, he's back in his zone, you know what I mean? And like he's... You can tell like he's really enjoying the music and and what he's producing and putting out there, man. Uh, to get on it, man, talking about tracks and stuff that you should listen to. That the whole album is is good, but I mean, if you absolutely got me, oh yeah, we got we got to get man. into it because this is this is this is a review. I think we may we may put this out on I mean YouTube or if you're watching this, it is out on YouTube. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. We're, Go ahead, man. Get into it. Uh, Tequila I, shots. Yeah. That's that's like the intro form. Like he just like comes comes in on that. Uh, another day. She knows this. Heaven on earth. Show out. That was the one that was featuring uh, uh, Pop Smoke. Which Pop Smoke killed went, that hook. He, yeah, he went into Pop Smoke lane. Like he actually stepped away from his zone and like it it had was, some it bars. Had, it he had, had some more bars. Of that, uh, what was that? That drill yeah. uh, type feel. And then he, man, he. It was a well put together song. I mean, I. I'm growing towards that that UK grunge sound and drill. I, I, I'm I'm growing to like it. Mm-hmm. So when I heard Cuddy on, I was like, "Oh shit, what, what's going on here?" Because I wasn't expecting yeah. that in on this album. You know, with it separated in the four acts, but somehow it fit perfectly. Yeah, and then uh, sad people, which <laughs> it's not even much a sad song, man. It's a little bit happy <laughs> song, like it's, it's an upbeat type song. It's it's very catchy. Uh, and then uh, the Rockstar Nights, the one that had, it, it had that, uh, the dude I hate. Trippy Red. Yeah, no, no, no. The Post Malone. Post Malone. Yeah, it has the, like that Post Malone type of feel. And uh, yeah, man, just rides, man. He he actually like kills that song too, man. And it's just like, but all these other songs that I'm missing on it, I'm telling you, they're still great. You're going to listen, pop this album in, you're going to listen all the way through. Uh, great, great. Back to the man on the moon concept, Kid Cudi back in his prime, uh, just elite, elite level. You know what I mean? This is gonna elevate him again. I think right up to the top again. If he wasn't there already on somebody's list, like this, this definitely gonna elevate him straight back up to the top. Yeah, man. If I had to say, and this is gonna sound like if you're listening to this, this is gonna sound like I got egg on my face. But if I had to say one thing that I didn't like about this. Was where the hell was the Adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady? Oh. <laughs> where the hell was it, man? Oh man, that was like one of that was like one of my go-to songs. This is on my playlist for 2020 as far as some of my hottest tracks for 2020. And they Kid Cudi was spitting with M. Like was like, well, he wasn't M, M- kill that yeah, shit. Killed, uh, I mean, but but to be right in the tier right below it and, and get your rapping shit off, cause Cudi, you know, he don't rap a whole lot. But when he do, like, he you forget that he actually is he, a pretty good rapper. Yep. Pretty good rapper. So when I'm like, where, where is this? Like, I don't care. Put it as a bonus. Like they used to in a day when the songs were at the end of the album and nobody cared about those songs. Put but that on there. I, I think, 
I think he did it just off the showing, like, I don't need it. This is off the strength of my music. My, the music stands on its own. Don't get me wrong. I wanted that song on that, and I look forward to on that album. And I was just like, huh? Go through the cover. What was going on? That got me excited. Is him and M really working on a joint album? Will it gonna come out? If it sounds in the vein of that right there, and he can give me something like with that kid see ghost, him and Kanye did. If, if, if they did something like that together and he M let Cuddy produce, because that's that's at, at the heart of everything, Cuddy is a damn good producer. And if yeah. you didn't learn anything from Kiss He Ghost and this one and from what Kanye's been doing over the years. 808 and Heartbreaks, like all his Cuddy like, is a uh, hell of a fucking writer and producer, man. man. Like, like, he, like Cuddy had his hands all over that, man. And you you if you listen at his music and you tell me that he didn't influence or have his hands in all that and getting some of that the money from Kanye off that on the back end, you you're a damn lie. Kanye Cuddy Cuddy was a big, big influence on the height of Kanye's career. All right, man, what else did you like from this album? What else songs? I mean, I... I, I you said pretty much everything? I, I all right, man, so all. yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so that that was my thing. Like, if I had to have a gripe, that that was my gripe. But uh, again, man, tequila shots, you know, it set the tone. You know, you can't stop this warm me. It kind of lifted yep. right off of Man in the Moon 2 and kind of where he was at Man in the Moon 2. You you mentioned all the drug problems and stuff like that. And, and typically, Cuddy is, isn't... Uh, I like how he brings me into his world and what he's going to going through because now I can understand depression a little bit more uh, in terms of what people go through. And uh, I mean, music is one of those ways where you can kind of simply explain it to a person in a in a melodic form. I typically don't be in those modes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm not. I've never been in a deep depression, or I've never had a. Um, Say that as I'm drinking. I've never had like alcoholic issues. <laughs> I've never had alcoholic issues or anything like that. And I don't say that to pump my chest out, but I've 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 had helpful, positive ways to cope with my stress and and in any time things like depression or hurtful things come to life. But when he starts with tequila shots and then um, you know, even heaven on earth, he was like, yeah. Ain't no ain't no thing in this world that can keep peace from me but me. Yeah. And then when I was watching the the Zane Lowe interview that I sent you, I know you didn't have time. My bad. I kept that one to myself. But it's a really... <laughs> and I didn't do it on purpose. I just like, oh, Prez would like this and never sent it. But he did an interview with Zane Lowe, and like he was kind of speaking to, hey, I had to get my shit together first to really get a hold of the different things I was doing and the different relationships I was ruining and getting out of being a loner and immersing myself into whatever projects I was doing, like giving 110% and stop trying to be everywhere and, and yeah. doing everything. Um, so those, those are some of the songs that where I'm typically not in that that mind frame, but he did the depression shit on a jamming level. He yeah. made it palatable for people who are not, who are typically not going to go listen to Cuddy from what they think he produces musically. For me, he 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 made it palatable for me. And dive, prime example. She knows this. Hey, I, I would listen. She knows this. If we was going out to the club, which we don't do anymore, but eventually, hopefully, the world opens back up. That that's one of the songs that could get some some play for sure. Dive is definitely another one. Very unassuming. He's saying some shit in them songs as far yeah. as, um, but he's talking about the life, just suppressing your depression with. Drinking, girls, fun, 
and, and living a life, having the nicest car, the biggest chain, fattest wallet, all those different type of things. He, he's saying in those songs, but I can appreciate it because we all do that to a certain extent. Like when we have a rough week and we were going out in our younger years and hitting the club, we normally had a lot of stress going on in our lives, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we were just going there to meet some new girls and have a good time, drink, not do drugs. We don't promote drugs. I don't say <laughs> <laughs> But I'm saying, man, yeah, man. Um, and, and just finally ending it off, man, like the void, yeah. the, uh, the void, the, the, the melodic nature and the repetitiveness of the song like kind of got me. And the song is long as fuck. It's like almost five minutes. That song, but it's so I get lost. I got lost in it. I got lost in it. And again, I am not the biggest Kid Cudi fan, but musically, you can't deny what he was doing with production wise on that shit. And last but not least, prayer. I I don't have it on here. The last song on the album, the life. The life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that, and I don't know what like. I, I think that to me that's like his uh could be his encore, mm-hmm. you know, to a sort like like in the show. That's when whenever the touring opens back up, if you end the show with the life, I could picture that lights out, lighters up, a bunch of people who feel the same way that he's felt throughout the years and whatever space he was in mentally when he made that song. I feel like that's a, would be like a sigh of relief, like because that song really is dope, man. Like at yeah. the end of the day. And uh, like you were saying, man, like Kid Cudi, man, he, I felt like he was ahead of his time, uh, even back then, like with Man on the Moon uh, one and 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 two coming on. And like I said, like he came out with the skinny jeans. I remember this whole era was coming up in there. Where I was like talking all this, like, oh man, you can't be doing that. But I was just like, the music jamming though. This this music nice. Do y'all not listen at this right here? And everybody was like, ah, nah, nah, nah. And lo and behold. 10, 15 years later, here we are. Like, majority of that is there. Everything that he's doing is coming. So now I feel like now his 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 sound and his music is catching up with today. Or, or, or we're, we done finally caught up with Kid Cudi, and he's able to drop this masterpiece on us right here. Yeah, man. I said a masterpiece, man. Yes, it is. Oh. Well, why didn't why don't you have it in your top 10 albums of uh, 2020? Because it came out one day before we recorded, and I said that it was like, man. Is there I, such thing as instant classics in your book? It is a such thing as instant classic, and I thought that. You know that's what I said I was going to do, but I, I, I didn't want to come back and recant something. You know, some things, like, when you're talking about the best albums. Trust right, your you, gut, man. You, you want things to, like, sit <laughs> with you. You want to know, like, three months down the road that it's still going to hit. Even though, like, the first time I heard it, I'm like, this right here is it. And Iggy, Iggy on that. Iggy trusted about, his gut, yeah, man. He, he, he you got to trust your it. gut, man. But uh, I just. Uh, yeah. I, I am a fan of this album. I do not. Like I said, I don't typically listen to Kid Cudi a whole lot, but I do acknowledge his genius and his penmanship and his production. And if you have gone through any of any type of depression or any type of thing like that, and you've been a Kid Cudi fan from the past and you just haven't listened to him in a while, I, I can tell you, you would definitely like this album and you will echo Presonized sentiments, man. That that's that's what I got to say about it. I was pleasantly surprised this late in the year that I got an album this good that possibly may make my 2021 wrap up if it stands the test of time. So we'll, we'll see what's in store for 2021. 
I mean, man, that kills it. That's all the albums. I mean, it was quite a bit of albums that came out in that last week. I'm saying that usually don't happen, people. It's usually like one album that drops that's like killer in December, and that's it. That's so you you feel comfortable doing your end of the year wrap ups and all this because like ain't nothing else really gonna come out. Like everybody take a chill. They may drop something like the week before Christmas, but other than that, it's it's a wash. You know what I mean? Like everything's pretty much done. Yeah. I mean. Jay-Z used to do it back in the day, always dropping December, just trying to get that uh, that physical year money to go ahead and get Rockefeller back on top. But, I mean, don't don't many people do that anymore. Uh, but there you have it, man. It was like, what, five, six albums that we got? Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to hit y'all up and let y'all know what we got planned on for the future. I mean, this is our last one for 2020. Uh, we already looking ahead and starting to plan things out for 2021, changing up a little bit the way we're going to do it. Uh, one of the things that we're going to say we're going to start doing is just like since we do albums weekly, we're going to review the album and then we're going to make sure we uh, spotlight whatever the one album we think is a must listen that week or whatever. Uh, so maybe three, four albums come out. Well, which one should you attack first? We're going to make sure that we're doing that uh, and hitting, your, hitting you with those reviews. Just making sure y'all y'all keep up with us uh, throughout the year. And then uh, starting off, well, in the month of January, we plan on doing uh, Isaiah Rashad, uh, The Sun's Tirade, classic album, like what we're going to look back. I'm, I'm going to be doing that with Iggy. Uh, we got another classic album we're doing as well, we do? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, uh, we're going to do Philadelphia Freeway. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, man. Well, do you know when we dropping that one? Early. <laughs> <laughs> like it. <laughs> And then uh, we also we 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 linked up with some other people. We got some uh, another artist we're gonna spotlight. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kenan Iggy Rush. Iggy, uh, a co-collaborator of ours uh, of Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast mentioned Keenan Rush as an artist that he was definitely checking for on our uh, end of year wrap up for 2020. Check that out again. I can't say that enough. That's a lot of dope content. We recorded over four hours of content and. Man, it was, it was so good. We got so many things we got planned for 2021 that we want to do it bigger and better. We may even fly out and all be with each other, co-located, so you can get that that organic nerd rap feel. But back to uh, Keenan Rush, man. We're going to tackle his album. I listened to maybe, I listened to it like three times already, and I got a lot to say for it, but we want to give it his, his, his just due because um, I don't know much about him personally, and I probably need to hit Iggy up to kind of learn a little bit more about him. But hopefully we can have him on on a uh, you know a Zoom chat or something like that. But I do want to cover the album and put it out there for you guys uh, to know about because he is making really good mu- really good music. Sorry, and um, I-, I I enjoyed it, man. And he's saying a lot of things that I identify with. And but going the indie route, we definitely want to give indie artists a platform, especially if they're doing it at a high level. His visuals look good. His audio sounds great, and his presentation is really good. So we want to cover down on the album and hopefully, you know, make you guys fans as well. Yep, yep. And, uh, man, that that South, man, I just, when I listen to this album, I got to give them, like, a little taste, man. That, that when you when you talk about Down South, we have so many different sounds nowadays, like Down South. There's no designated South sound now with the trap music. Like, I think Out, Outkast did us. Beautifully, like as growing up, man, like and just giving us, just owning your uniqueness, and like if you got something different, go ahead and go with it, and run with it, and that allowed us to like just be, yeah. have so many different types of sounds. I think a lot of dudes are like, Fred, to your point, a lot of dudes are becoming comfortable and just making the music that they love, that they and like. and they just want to support themselves 
throughout however long they need to support themselves. They don't have to be the biggest artists on the charts. They just want to be able to sustain and do that as their day to day. Like if I could have ever done that, like or thought that way, like yo, let me just make music enough to sustain. It's like they do it for the love, and then the fans are coming to them. Like it, right, it's, right. it's really what's happening, and and, and that's that's and what that, can't that, that that's what it seems like. I mean, look, I, before we cover anybody, before I I say yes to to anything like that, because we do want to be respected and protect the integrity of our show for people that we put you guys onto. So of course, I did my research from the time that his A uh, and R reached out, but I already had listened to it, so I already knew I, was, <laughs> I already knew. Uh, it was yes, and I already knew it was an opportunity to to cover and branch out and do some of the things that I think we probably haven't said it to each other, but some of the things that we want to do yeah. moving forward is definitely give our platform, whatever, even if we don't have the largest view and pleasure, but I know I got like 20, 30 people that's going to check for your shit for sure, and that's 20, 30 more fans that you didn't have. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, man. Don't get it twisted, man. Like we we not on social media like that, but uh pod does 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 pretty it does good. pretty well. <laughs> it does, <laughs> it does pretty, pretty well. <laughs> it does pretty well. We don't we don't stat chase, but you know, we can get you guys out there. Um if you are an indie artist and you do want to take the time to sit down with you, we will do a great interview. We will be in the weeds about it. We will give you probably one of the best interviews you're gonna do from that point in in, in the future. Hopefully, you know, things work well for you. So Keenan Rush is that artist. The album is Long Live the King. Batman. Yeah. PSC. Out. Yeah.